one of our NFL division previews. We've only got two more. Uh, this is the AFC North, so we've got some fun teams here. The Cleveland Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens. Uh, we've got, what was the last one I missed? The Steelers. Oh, they should be pretty good. We've got intern Eric here. JD's going to be uh, – JD might be our intern a little bit today. He's currently about to start an auction draft, so I think we'll uh, chime in with some of his draft picks. But intern Eric, you ready to go? Oh, I'm ready. I, I, you know, I feel like this is a job interview, and I prepared for, yeah, about 10 minutes, just like I would for a real job here. So That's like double my prep time, dude. Oh, snap. You are looking good. Yeah, I'm on the up. I mean, you're you're adhering to Belichick, you know, next man up, right? That's right. Stay ready. I'm in. Who's the brown slot receiver? Uh, it should be Duke Johnson. <laughs> I like that call, that though. Be, yeah, I mean, thanks, that's nice. dude. I Man. did my research, bro. You should coach them. Now, no, don't you take anything away from Hugh Jackson. Let's start with the Browns, then. Let's start with the Browns. Hugh Jackson, in his second year, he calls the plays. They got a new defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, that I can't believe. Like, Colin Kaepernick's getting blackballed, but Greg Williams isn't just for trying to injure players. He's yeah, still, just still getting jobs. It's unbelievable. And the Rams, to be fair, last year, their defense is pretty good. So I'd imagine that the Cleveland defense... Over time, will be pretty good as well. But let's, um, I mean, let's let's talk. I think Eric was. We were talking a little bit earlier. You believe the hype in Cleveland? I believe the hype in Cleveland. Yeah. I'm down for it. I think Hugh. You know why? I think Hugh really put his stamp on it when he just goes, "Man, forget Osweiler. Get him out, dude. Let's get Kaiser in here. Let's go. I like it. Go with athleticism. He's what have you got enough. to lose? Yeah. Well, yeah. Brock, I think is showing. He, there's enough footage on him to know that he sucks right yeah i think i was a little surprised that he didn't let kessler have the job for a little bit because kessler's not bad i mean he could run a mistake free offense right i actually like kessler a little bit but if you're like a rebuilding team like the browns are get kaiser in there and just let him kind of grow you, you don't really care if you're gonna lose games you almost want to lose games and get a better draft pick um I don't know. have you seen their draft picks for next year no, is it like nine? They are just loaded. Really? Like have, I think they have eight picks in the first three rounds, two first-rounders. I mean, and they had three first-rounders this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is insane. Um, and I think that this year is a little bit different as in a rebuilding team because you rarely see a rebuilding team with this good of an offensive line, right? Because a lot of times you get a young quarterback that may come in, and the reason that they're rebuilding is they have so many holes. But you look at the offensive line for the Browns, and they still have Joe Thomas, who's awesome. Is he the best left tackle in football? Uh, I think, uh, Andrew Whitworth's pretty good. For the last 10 years, he has been. Yeah, oh, true. yeah, okay. Has I mean, it missed? I think he missed one snap in his entire career, No, which way. is insane. You better knock on wood. Yeah. I, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they took the center from Green Bay, Treader. They got Zietler from Cincinnati, the right guard. He's good. Yeah, yeah he's really Baton, good. Batonio, too. Batonio. Uh, Joel Batonio, the left guard. And then Coleman, I don't know the right tackle very well, but he's not supposed to be bad. Yeah, they might low-key have maybe a top three offensive line. Top three, top five, if they that's can stay healthy. good for Kaiser. Like, and I think he, that's why it makes a little yeah. bit of sense to put him back there. Yeah, Because I they think, can keep him upright. Uh, think about last year, though. They let... 66 sacks to their quarterbacks, but I think that has to do with how bad their quarterbacks are. And so you put Kaiser back there who can actually run a little bit, that'll save you a couple of sacks, yeah. I think. Yeah, and they were probably down a lot last year. I do think they'll be down a lot this year again, but I mean, they added two great pieces to their interior line. So I think, like you said as well, if he's running, he's, yeah, then he's going to be okay. I mean, he's just not going to have that many sacks again. Right. Now, Kaiser. Rookie quarterbacks that are being drafted, what was he, in the third round last year, fourth round? How does that affect – his wide receivers are not that good, and they're not that 
They have not proven Whoa. themselves yet. They have not, Whoa, they have man. not proven they're themselves. They're not elite, yet. but I don't think Corey they're Coleman the worst. could be good. They're not the Bears. No, that's true. I like Corey Coleman. I love Corey Coleman. But you got Kenny Britt on the right. I know they gave him four years. I like mil- Kenny too. Do you? He's Dude, okay. Kenny I mean, survived. He last survived year. in Los Angeles. Exactly, and he had some Slash good St. weeks. Louis. Yeah, he had some good weeks. You know, I mean, he's kind of that like older, probably like a deep threat type guy, like. Hey man, I'll I'll try and do something. I think they're trying to turn Corey Coleman into more of a possession a possession receiver. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't like he kind of went off a couple games last year, which I think makes him look like a really really great p- prospect. But now it's like you have more defined roles, right? Like, okay, Kenny, you try and like just be the old guy that catches over the top, and then Coleman, like, okay, run around a little bit. So Kenny Britt, and the reason I ask is because last year he was on the St. Louis. Sorry, God damn it, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, Goff and. Case Keenum. Case Keenum's yards per attempt was 6.8. Jared Goff's was 5.3. Kenny Britt's yards per attempt on 111 targets, 9. Bam. And he scored 5 touchdowns. And he caught, you know, what was it, 75 balls? So I don't think, I mean, in that offense, like you said, with the Rams, I mean, he could do better with Kaiser. Corey Coleman's being drafted. Kenny Britt's going very late. Do you, have you guys had, are you guys taking him? I didn't take Britt, but I did take Coleman. What round did you get him in? Um, I'll have to check, but it Late was round. probably it was like nice. nine, yeah, nine ten or something yeah. in a twelve man. So is he not even? Is he somebody that's like your fourth receiver, where you're gonna kind of see how he does after a couple of weeks, how the Browns come out? Oh yeah, fourth or fifth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're not you're not planning on starting him week one straight out of the gate or anything like that. No, but well, I wouldn't be surprised if you were starting him third, fourth week. Yeah, there we go. High on Corey Coleman. He scored so many touchdowns at Baylor, and then he was just banged up last year. It was a rookie year. Give him another year to get used to the the professional life. You think he tops a thousand yards? <laughs> no, but yeah, I think you get close. Thinking. I think you could get close. I think part of that. And is I wouldn't the, be shocked if he did. I wonder if that's the offense that they may run is a little bit of just a lot of running backs. Terrell Pryor so, got a thousand. Uh, yeah. So I can't believe that. I know. Hold on. What was I thinking of? Um. Oh, with Corey Coleman, what I like is the, t- the beginning of their schedule is a little tough. they got to play Pittsburgh and Baltimore. The Colts are easy in week three. But after the break, you get a Lions defense that's not that good. You get Jacksonville's defense, which is young. Cincinnati's defense is a lot older. Then you get the Chargers, Green Bay, Baltimore, Chicago. So, I mean, if he— There's a chance. He could be somebody that you look at eight, ninth week where either there's somebody's dropping him, maybe they're not doing too much, or you can buy low um, because of the second half of their schedule. To me, it seems pretty easy. I don't even know who their third wide receiver is. Do you have it? It is Rashard Higgins. All right. We don't have to talk about him. There's no value in Joku as the tight end, even though their offensive line is really good, right? T- rookie tight ends never do. Yeah, it's so it's hard. It's like the worst position, I think, for rookies. All right. Especially with those two, with Crowell in the back. I yeah. mean, it's just like, I man, mean, you're you a big really body. What are you really expecting from him? Like, yeah. What's his ceiling? What's his ceiling, though? What's his ceiling? In the first... Six touchdowns, like that's 800 yards. Cool. That's high. That's like his ceiling. ceiling. Yeah, that's his ceiling. That's what the ceiling I means. Think, well, I'm There's trying to no say. No glass ceiling. I think that's bursting through the ceiling. His ceiling's oh. like four. I mean, like gun to your head. Five touchdowns. I mean, Nujoku, I mean, he's big, right? That's what tight ends are. That's what their rookie quarterbacks are going to be looking for. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, it's going to be touchdown, but yeah, we're not starting him. I think the, everybody would agree, the darling of the running backs, once everybody found out that he was a top 12 running back last year, is Isaiah Crowell. He was sneaky good last year on not that many carries. He had 197 carries, 4.8 yards per carry. He had ended over with 1,200 yards total. Uh, do we like Isaiah Crowell behind this line? 
begrudgingly, I'm going to say yes, because I don't know, man. He's just not sexy to me. The Crow. Like, I guess it's just more the stats, right? And I think that's what you're kind of talking about is no one knows. I mean, okay, that's that's false. They love the name. Like, they know who he is. But you don't really know how good he actually was until you look at the stats. And there's no one fight. I mean, you got Duke Johnson there, but that's a totally different running back. Yeah, and you're still relying on a rookie quarterback to get you in scoring opportunities. And I think that's part of the problem with Isaiah last year was he only had 28 red zone carries. And it wasn't because Duke Johnson was taking a bunch from him. The Browns only had 38 red zone carries all year, which is ridiculously low. But if they can get even closer, Isaiah still ended with seven touchdowns. So he's converting, but also maybe he's busting out some big ones. I do like Isaiah Crowell. I took him. He's going where he should be going. What's about end of the second? End of the second. I got him with the 29th pick. So end of the second. It was a 14 teamer. Yeah. And that's about where paired him with David paired him with David Johnson. Feel kind of confident about that. Crowell had some nice work in the passing game, by the way. Because you know a lot of people worried about Duke Johnson really taking over that role. Man, he had 40 catches last year. Yeah, he did, and Duke still had you know fifty or sixty. So they yeah. like, they like using those running backs. I think the wide receivers are not sexy, and so their running backs could get a lot of play, yeah. kind of like they do this year. I would have to look at the numbers, but I think Hugh ran a lot of uh, one-two personnel, where you got one running back, two tight ends, two wide receivers, okay, or two two running backs because you get that Lewis, the whoever their slot receiver is, out of there. Yeah, you just run the two wide receivers. You put in the two running backs, you put in the tight end, and yeah. you just let them work. Yeah, I think that's so. I think there's still value in Duke Johnson. I don't want him because I think he's not going to get the carries. But I think Crowell could end as a top 10 running back this year. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That, well, that's like right, when right I say gone. top 10, what is it? 8, 9, 10. Yeah. The Cleveland defense, uh, that's where they got a lot of their – that's where a lot of the hype is coming in. They added Miles Garrett. They got Jabril Peppers. Did you guys watch the last Hard Knocks? No, uh, I didn't. I, I, no, I didn't. Jabril just picks off Jameis Winston on just a terribly thrown ball. Really? Yeah, and nice. it, was, it was in the rain, but Jabril returned it, and he didn't look bad. Okay. Uh, their Cleveland defense is not too bad, but today they cut Joe Hayden. Yeah. What a surprise. The first four years of his career in Cleveland, he was, I think he made the, the Pro man. Bowl twice. Yeah, two-time Pro Bowler. And then the last two years, he's been graded as bottom 15 cornerback. I mean, I can't even begin to speculate kind of what happened, but I'm wondering if you cut somebody that famous, it's not like it's going to hurt the defense. It's almost like I think it's got to be a you know they they kind of say this with football players like they know when they're not part of the game plan anymore, like they feel it from the coaches they you know in the locker room you're not getting that the same respect or something like that and you're not being valued I guess as much um, I mean we saw it with Brandon Cooks last year with the Saints same thing it was like man the writing was on the wall they just like didn't target him boom gone so I think maybe it's the same thing with. Uh, Hayden here. It's really annoying to me that he would just go to a defensive-minded team like the Steelers, which is probably just going to help him a little bit. They need help in the secondary. They got older guys, and so he doesn't have to play all the time, too. It's going to be annoying when he has a good year. They were saying he was fielding a ton of offers today, by the way, including San Francisco. Sick. Yeah, but, uh, he has a— How quickly do you think he said no to that? Uh, well, <laughs> put some money on—yeah, no, so fast. <laughs> Jed York called him? Yeah. Hey, hey man. when you come play with us? Yeah, I want to add you to my NFL franchise. <laughs> um— and he's like, oh, if John Lynch, franchise. if John Lynch would have called me, I would have said yes. But you're Jed York. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going. They do have a good defense. Jamie Collins is a top twelve running back or top twelve linebacker. Danny Shelton had the second most run stops in the NFL as a nose tackle. I like Danny, a, Dan, or a defensive tackle last year. Their cornerbacks after Hayden are Jamar Taylor, Jason McCourty. McCourty came from Tennessee. He's okay. Uh, and Jamar Taylor is not bad. So their defense is Jamar Taylor is good. Yeah, it's 
He was I, a guy that the Lions or the Dolphins gave up on a little early. One of those. And I think he had a pretty good year last year. Man, the Dolphins just love to give up on Corners, cornerback. Yeah. By Bonte. I want to see Miles Garrett play though. That's oh, gonna be, be. Oh, have you that's seen? That's gonna him? be nuts. Man, he's plus three hundred. He's three to one for defensive player of the year. Ooh, ooh, and it, it it just seems like just going through the other rookies. I mean, he's probably gonna get 10, 11 sacks. I feel like his rookie year, he's that good. Are yeah. there other good? I'm trying to think of other defensive rookies that may make an impact. Um, guy from Alabama, not Anderson, Jonathan, Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen. He was like twelve to one. Uh, wouldn't be bad if he stays healthy. What about Ruben Foster? Ruben Foster was eight to one. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one too. I think on that defense, Ruben Foster actually that. For the odds, that's probably a little better. Than I think we should bet that as a pod. I'd be down. Ooh, I'd, I'd be down. I'd ride with the pod. I'm in. Uh, ride with the pod. Yeah. Ride All with right. The pod. Cool. And I think the defense is interesting because they have some pieces, and I think if the offense for Cleveland can put together some some drives and keep them off the field, I think that's. Are they going to win four and a half games? That's what their over under is at. The overs got juiced up to minus one fifty. The under is plus one thirty. Are they too young? And is their division too hard? They have to play. The AFC North twice, obviously. They have to play the NFC North, and then they have to play the AFC South. And the AFC South's not very good, and they get to play the New York Jets, which... That's nice. That's nice. 0-16. Is 4.5 over in play? I like it. I like it, too. Really? I like it, too. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it earlier. I'm, I'm on Hugh, and... I think they can get two, mate, eh, two wins in division. Because I'm not really crazy about the Bengals or the Ravens. I agree with I agree with that. I'm not high on the Bengals. We'll talk about them next. And I guess playing the Jets is a good thing. You get to play the Jaguars means you get to play Bortles, which is a good thing. Uh, they don't get to they get to play Indianapolis in the third week, so maybe they get Indy without luck because that could be a win also. But I just wonder if they're too young. Kaiser's he's shown me something. I think that he might be an adequate quarterback, but I just don't know if they can sustain leads for five games. Oh, well, I mean, they have the ability to run the ball, but they won question... one game last year. They don't know what winning's like. That's true. They Yeah, they probably wouldn't know what to do. But, I mean, that's the ideal situation is get a nice early lead, run, run, run. Okay, so Cleveland, you guys are like an over. I think if I if I had to pick one, I would do under. The plus 130, I mean, maybe it's that whole. They're... Plus 130 is on the under? Yeah. They're the Browns is kind of how I'm thinking about it. They're the new Browns, They're though. the new Browns, new, that's right. New management. They... New coaching. Yeah, and in their first season under new, new management, they won one game. What if that Josh... was their game plan. Oh, Ooh, but that could be their game plan now, taking. too. What oh. if Josh Gordon comes back? Trust the process. That would be cool. That would be. But he is not in game shape. We don't know that. I mean, yeah, we do. Yes, but we, we do. do. <laughs> what if it's like it's like Marshawn? It's the same thing. That's an interesting... That would be an interesting pickup. It's not the same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, just someone who just literally hasn't been doing anything. And we'll put him in a position. Now, Marshawn's going to be in a more high, high priority When was the last position? time Josh Gordon played in a game? 2015? 14. 14? Like, mm-hmm. um, oh, I thought you meant like a video game. I bet he's playing video games right now. <laughs> oh, he's, he's on probably Call of Duty. Madden. He's oh, probably on Madden they, right now. They all now. play Madden for sure. All right, Browns. All right, so it'll be fun to watch them at least. They, they're not going to be – if they have a good game, it won't be one that we just automatically turn off at the bar, which is pretty cool. That is yeah. true. And, we have, true. and we're going to be stuck watching That's Browns right. football this year. Brad's new roommate. Because of Brian. Yeah. Oh, Brian. Homie, but – We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see if he makes Man, the TV. He's seen some stuff. We only right. got seven, six, seven. Oh god, yeah, we got seven TVs. We might have to cut them out a little bit every once every once in a while, just on the bad games. All right, let's move to the uh, almost going order here. Let's go to the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Okay, so Yo E. Oh. We got yeah. white lightning up. Oh what's the bid? Draft alert. I don't really know. Yeah, draft alert. So it's hard to figure out with these extended rosters. There's like defensive guys too. Two hundred dollar budget and you just letting you can keep players for three years at the current auction value. And so I took Le'Veon with forty six. Okay. Seems Julio went for forty six. Oh, and I'd rather have two Le'Veon. after, right? Yeah. Oh, so now, you, you took a oh, pick. Oh. I gotta focus. Chris McCaffrey just went for thirty three. I guess that's about right because if you get to pay him, but what's the roster size? Like twenty five guys, but defensive players are not gonna go. They're for not. Very much. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. go for dollars. Kukli went for ten, which I s- seems pretty big. Yeah, that seems a little high. Because it's just like for a linebacker, the linebacker after Luke is like not that much I'll get worse. Bobby you know? Wagner for six. Yeah, bucks. Like yeah. you can get the twentieth yeah. best middle linebacker, and it's less of a difference right. than the twentieth best running back in right. Le'Veon. Also, right. Kukli's not going to be playing in right, three I gotta years. Focus. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> You're getting him for half of a year. Yeah, exactly. Year. Tackles must be worth a lot. All right, let's go to the Bengals. The Bengals are interesting because I think... What do you think? I think that they may be regressing back to the Bengals. They oh. were they were one of the more injured skill position teams right. last year. Their right. offensive line was fine, but they lost Whitworth, maybe the best left tackle recently, and they lost the right guard, Kevin Zietler. And the two replacements, Andre Smith and... Trash. Who's the other one? Andre already is benched. He's not, he's not going to start for them. Oh, really? Because he'd already yeah. moved to guard. And, oh, yeah, Ogbuihi, who I can't pronounce. Oh, my. Rookie. Yeah, they took two tackles last year. One of them was hurt. Both might them, be. Both those replacements had PFF ratings of 39. Ouch. So that's... It's going to be a downgrade for old Andy. And that's why the skill positions are exciting. You think, oh, you got A.J. Green and John right. Ross on the outside. You got Tyler Boyd in the slot. You got Eifert. You got Geo. You got Joe Mixon. And everything's going to be, in my mind, quick, right? Because you're going to have to get the ball out of Andy Dalton's hands. Not yep. a lot of bomb plays. But if the offensive line is not holding up and you face some good pass rushes in the NFC North, like their over-under is 8.5 wins. I don't think they're getting to 8.5 wins. They play – the only good thing is they get to play the AFC South and the Bills, but they get to play the Broncos. Tough pass rush. The NFC North is full of tough pass rushes. So is Andy Dalton going to be able to stay upright? And if it's not, he's just going to be – is his yards per attempt going to be like six yards? Ugh, just little dump-offs. Exactly. So I don't think that the Bengals, they don't inspire confidence in me, especially what happens when Eifert gets hurt again. He has not played a full season in four years. In, in any NFL season that he's played, he has not. But he has 18 touchdowns in the last 21 games that he's played. I was just going to say, when he does play, he's awesome. Oh, he's, he's their red zone target. Yeah. But can you trust him? And so I think the Bengals are going to be down this year. Uh, did you know it's Marvin Lewis's 15th year? He's been coaching the Bengals for I know, 15 it's crazy. years. He's like the second most tenured coach. Half after my life. Belichick. Half my life, Marvin Lewis has been coaching the Bengals. Man, he probably looks the same, too. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> that's a really good that's, point. That's nice, yeah. Well, okay, so I think we're a little down on the Bengals. I'll tell you why. I, mean, I am. Up. What do you think? Mixon. You like Mixon? here. He has arrived. He Wait. is going to bring clarity to that backfield, man. Way too much stuff going on. Hill is over the hill. He's done. I think, um, I mean, he's Hill was old. always done. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, get him out of there, right? Um, Bernard, obviously, he's electric, exciting, but not a three down back. And plus, he's coming off that terrible ACL injury. You got let it ride with Mixon. You know, if you're talking about, okay, if, if Dalton's getting really, really pressured, then you got to let your 
your star player run the ball a little bit. Do you know if Joe Mixon catches passes? He really? yeah, he does. He's a three yeah. down guy. Really? Yeah. He was like the pass catching back at Oklahoma. Because I look at I look at the numbers from last year's running backs for Cincinnati. Jeremy Hill had 222 carries under four yards. Rex Burkhead had 74 rushes and he averaged four and a half yards a carry. So I'm thinking that Joe Mixon's just going to take all of those. He Got to right. 250 carries exactly. And if I think he's probably built a little bit more like Rex, just because he can catch the ball. He's not huge, if shifty. I remember correctly, and yeah. he's shifty. Yeah, he had shifty. some good moves in the preseason. I like Mixon. See? That's where I think that might be the key. But you're right. I mean, it's all dependent on health and A.J. Green it's and all Tyler Eifert. It's Andy Dalton, really. Red Rocket. And his issue's always been when he doesn't get a clean pocket. What does he do? He, he just, panics. Yeah, he panics. Panics hard. And he, when he panics, yeah. it's an it's epic bad. panic. It's but, bad. And the defense is okay. It they is. have some pieces. And it was the second healthiest defense last year. And so it's not getting any better, but it was good. Perfect just now suspended three games. They lost D'Amato, Pecco, Dansby, and Margus Hunt. Pecco sucks. Yeah, Dansby's uh, getting Dansby older. sucks. And Margus, Margus Hunt. Hunt was terrible. No, they were all a that bust. Bad. Pecco was he a, was a bust. Hunt was? Oh, yeah. man. Shit, Jordan Howard, sorry. Gotta go. Oh, Jordan Howard. <laughs> uh, they still have Adam Jones, Drake Kirkpatrick. Geno Atkins is obviously still good. They were a top four team in red zone defense oh, and, big, and big game defense, which is a pretty good metric Yeah, uh, from when you can stop people. I just don't know if they're going to stay that healthy again. And, I mean, they're getting older. Some of these names are, are, are pretty old. So you think the wheels will fall off? The question is, do you think the wheels will fall off early? Or are they going to be like, you know, the typical Bengals, like middle of the road, still doing okay? You know, is Marvin Lewis on the hot seat? I feel like they talk about that every year. I'm like sitting over here just talking myself into the under yeah. more and more. Because now I look at it, and their first three weeks are Baltimore, Houston, Green Bay. Ooh. And it's like they could beat Houston. It's at home, but good defensive line. Right. Houston. Yeah. I mean, they Andy Dalton might get injured that game. Yeah, yeah that's and So they could beat Baltimore, point. and then you play Houston, and then you play Green Bay, whose pass rush isn't terrible. And then you play Cleveland, who's got Miles Garrett. And so they don't start off that great. They get to play Buffalo in Week 5, who's not – I mean, they got a good defensive front. The Bengals are not going to win any games. Well, they get to play Cleveland twice. But, yeah, I guess. Well, we were just talking about yeah, them. I know, up yeah, I know. Yeah, just stop myself there. Joe Mixon, is he about – he's going at right now. It's kind of the 36, RB17. Is that a little low? Um, RB17? No, I think it's about right where it should be. So the be. one issue is their offensive line. Yeah. Because if they can't block anyone, that's – gonna hurt his value well if they had maybe one or two pieces if they didn't let uh zeitler go that's kind of big for the interior he could end up being the steal of the draft just talent alone they'll probably try to ease him in but when he's showing so much better than hill and geo because they said hills might vulture his touchdowns at the goal line so that's gonna put a knock on his value too I, you know what? If that's the case, I'm going to take the field goal kicker because there's no way Hill's getting into the end zone. Yeah. And then in a, a keeper league. Oh, yeah, for much, sure. Much better value. Did you just draft somebody over there? Yeah, I got to chill now. I spent some cash. Yeah? You, I, get, you get Jordan Howard? Jordan and Le'Veon. How much did you spend? Just chill. How much did you spend on Jordan? 36. Oh, that's too much. I know, that's but it's a keeper league, dude. We got, our line, we got our line locked in for the next three years. All right, whatever. Speaking of kicker, do you know who the kicker is for the Bengals? I was going to say Nugent, but I know it's now, right. Oh, dude, where were we, like five years ago? Come on now. <laughs> it's Randy Bullock. What and if anyone that? has never seen Randy Bullock's player profile picture, 
please during this pod go look at it now and then go get some tissues because you're gonna wipe the tears from your eyes that <laughs> photo is he looks like a 12 the 12 year old that isn't picked in all the pickup games because it's just like, oh, man, you got to go eat some more cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. He's got a little chub to him. He's a little round face there. Hey, he's a kicker. What do you expect? Yeah, what do you expect? Okay, so it's the line. So then with an offensive line that's not that good and Andy Dalton, who doesn't thrive under pressure, I mean, where does A.J. Green go? Yeah, it's just not putting confidence for me. Are you avoiding him kind of at all costs? Probably where he's going. But I mean, ten to fifteen. Yeah. Oh, I think he's just. If he fell to me at fifteen, I would. I don't think he falls below twelve for most drafts. So he's he's just so good. So he's first round, just talent wise. It's just whether or not he gets hurt. Because last year he got hurt what week ten or whatever it was. Yeah, Yeah, he's eleven. Skinny dude. (laughs) Yeah, dainty. It's like dainty. He just runs, but his footwork is beautiful. And then Eifert doesn't seem dainty, and yet he's always hurt. He dislocated his elbow, and missed fifteen games. How do you do that? Ah, it's very strange. I don't really know. Hey, sometimes it's just not not in it for you. Okay, so AJ Green's still a first rounder. Any all right, so then the Bengals is eight and a half. Their over is even, their under is minus one twenty. What do you think? Well, you're talking me into the under. I one of the big things that you could probably tell through a lot of these pods is I'm big on offensive line play and i'm big on trench play which i think most people are they're yeah, starting to realize yeah, i mean that's football i've turned of the century right as the cowboys started to realize it i started to realize it mm. and when you can't run the ball having watched so many teams not be able to keep their quarterback upright especially when you don't have one that's good under pressure the seahawks can get away with it because mm-hmm. they have russell wilson yeah who's the best aaron yeah. Rodgers, if his line's not doing too well he'll get it'll be fine right andy dalton is not going to be fine with holes man you put it that way yeah he's going to get creamed so and it's it's a matter of if their defense can help them and if they had the second healthiest defense and they have a bunch of injuries they regress a little bit there like I mean they could be in for some trouble. Uh, write it down right now. You know how much I love my rookie quarterback. Uh, excuse me, rookie running backs. I've been drafting them all the time. White Lightning. We talked about him. I think Joe Mixon will be the top running back of this rookie class. Really? You write must it down. Have- Right you must down. have just figured that out during the research for this pod because you could have drafted him. I could have in a couple of my drafts with you. Yeah, but you know, I just go off my feeling, and White Lightning was really having it for me. But I think Mixon's really going to take over that three down role. I know Hunt definitely has it. I just feel like they're gonna they, they got to rely on something. Like you said, if if Dalton can't stand up, they've got to give the ball to somebody. And then it's like even yeah. if Dalton gets hurt or something like that, it's like oh well, Joe Mixon's just he can still get handoffs yep. from whoever their backup is. You have always liked domestic abusers. I will say that. Is it? Do I have a history of that? Yeah, you have a checkered history, to say the least. Well, you you know. just go, you just liking things. Here we out go. There. <laughs> just put your whole team out there of just all like domestic abusers. Yeah, just draft Zeke first round. Yeah, there we go. Just go mix it. Hey, that's being you appealed. could get some good running. They have no evidence. Okay, is AP technically a dom- that's domestic yes. abuse? It doesn't yes. need to be your it spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Be your kids. It is. Yeah. It is. Just it a is. monster. <laughs> And for the record, JD said he would allow himself to get hit by Vonage Burfitt while standing up with pads. With pads. For $3,000. Please tweet at us if you think that's the right evaluation. I don't know. If anybody knows Vontaze, we can crowdfund it, dude. Oh, and he needs the money. What's the worst that happens? I break my spine? Like, yeah. Yes, (laughs) that is the worst. Correct. Why would. Yes. His suspension got reduced to three games. He got to have something to do. Give him a call. You wouldn't be able to walk, man. We just watched the jackass Johnny Knoxville, and it looks like his head snapped when Jared Allen tackled him. And exactly. That's fair. Okay. 
All right. The Bengals suck. JD, you betting the under two? Yeah, you are. Sure. <laughs> okay, let's talk now. We're going to move over to the Baltimore Ravens, which to me, and I think you guys would agree, this is a classic team that paid their quarterback too much, and now they are hamstrung in a lot of places. Joe Flacco has the highest cap hit at $24.8 million, and it's highest in the league, and I just think that that hamstrings them everywhere. Their defensive line, they don't pay very much. They had to let Timmy Jernigan go, and they're not getting anybody back. They got Jeremy Macklin kind of on the cheap, which, yeah. is a, which is a good find for your slot receiver. But I just don't think – I mean, it just seems like they're perennially going to be 8-8, eight 7-9, and 9-7. Eight, and nine, nine and uh, But it seems to, this t- – this team will go wherever Flacco takes them. How far does Flacco take them this year? I think this team will go as their one-score games go. They could get some luck with that. But, sorry, I missed what you said about their defense. I think their defense is going to be really good. You think, like, really good top 10? Yeah. Uh, especially their run defense. They got a lot of guys on that defensive line. Uh, CJ Mosley's great. Pierce got, is fantastic. And they got Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams is fantastic. Um... Safe, yeah, I mean, but they're offense. Dude, they got Tony Jefferson. Yeah, and he's from the Cardinals. So now they got Weddle Jefferson back there. Still got Terrell. They still got Jimmy Smith. They got Brandon Carr, uh, Ladarius Webb. But they do have Mosley. They did lose Jernigan. So their defense, it's kind of they're, – they're built similarly, it seems like, to when they won the title in, what was it, 2011? Right? Yes. They have a good defense. Joe Flacco. Their line's okay. Running back kind of by committee. I can't even remember who their running back is when they won. I'm looking up. Worst offensive line, though. The worst? I don't think it's the worst. Or worse than when they won. Well, Ronnie Stanley, the guy, the left tackle, the rookie from last year, was He's awesome. He's good, yeah. Uh, and then he was actually they, very good. they still have Marshall Yonda. They need a guard who they took two guards, in, or they took one guard in the fourth round, but they need a guard to play left guard, and then Terrence West could be pretty good. How could I forget about the running back that was on that Super Bowl roster? It's Ray Rice. I was wondering. Oh, we just yeah. talked That's about my boy, theme. Dude. We just talked about my theme. Man, he got a ring. Ray Rice. So, if their defense plays really well, I mean, that takes a bunch of pressure off Flacco because I think if Baltimore is going to win, they need to limit Joe Flacco's attempts. And I think that they were top five, maybe top two, in pass attempts last year. They were year. the most. They, see, 679. Jesus Christ. That's 67% all. of their plays were pass attempts. And if Joe Flacco is throwing that many times, uh, no, please. I don't, I don't want that at all. You know what's so sad? That only ended up in 20 touchdowns and 16 interceptions. What was his yards per attempt? Uh, 6.4. Nice. Oh, that's, that's bad. Yeah. Joe Flacco's not good. But Danny you, Woodhead's going to have a good year. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone loves Danny Woodhead. Did you know that they targeted running backs on their passes 27% of the time, and the NFL average is 19? Danny Woodhead, especially with Kenneth Dixon out those first four games. Up, up, up. High up. And he could be, if you have him, we'll trade opportunity if you need to, right? Flip him out. Because is he going to keep it, or is Dixon going to come back and kind of cut into his carries? Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it depends on how the season goes. Yeah. Right? Now, if Woodhead comes out hot and he's just catching everything, then you got to leave him in there because Danny's also a good pass blocking running back for how tiny he is. It's all yeah. about heart. It is all about – maybe that's why you could stand in there against Perfect. Oh, yeah. Because you're big heart. I'm all heart, motherfucker. <laughs> but you know what? What's that from? Justin, your, um, your theory, I think, has never – you're right. This is the classic team of spending way too much money on your on your quarterback. My gosh, you look at the wide receiving core. They haven't had a good tight end since Todd Heap. Yeah, you see how they – I that. love Todd Heap. Well, who doesn't love Todd Heap? You see who they have now? Oh, you knew he beat who? his wife, huh? You know who? Ben who? Watson. 
my god. Ben Watson, who parlayed like four great games oh. into just bank. The Saints' greatest tight end of all time. I see you, Jimmy. I see you, ben Jimmy. Watson still there. No, and you're right. They're wide receivers. They don't pay them very much. No. And they're not even that good. I mean, they're running backs. They don't even. West, Danny Woodhead, and Kenneth Dixon. Like, yeah. Doesn't inspire. Platter, yeah, man. exactly. But their defense, if their defense comes to play, I do think I'm tempted, based upon who they play, to kind of bet the over. They have eight and a half wins. They play the North. They play the NFC North, but they play the AFC South, the Dolphins, and the Raiders. It's one of those ones kind of like last year where you and I bet the under, and they were like six and six going into like mm-hmm. the final four games. I think it kind of be like that again. Is their defense good enough to put them second in the division? I think that they're better than the Bengals and the Browns, right? Like I said, it's one of those things where football uh, – you can just have some things go your way. You can have a ball bounce your way, a fumble bounce your way. Right. And if you win these one-score games, they could wind up 9-7. and 10-6 would probably be a stretch with that offense. Um, but they could also wind up 6-10. and 10. They played 12 one-score games last year, and they went 6-6 six and six in them. I would lean under just because they could have injuries to the defense, but the offense – and I'm not a Joe Flacco guy. I was early on to the train that that contract he got after the Super Bowl was just a disaster for that team. And it has been. And it has been. It yeah. has been. In their eight games that they won last year, you know what? Let's bet the under on the Ravens again this year. Uh, in their eight wins, the defense never allowed more than 20 points, or they allowed it once. Mm-hmm. And so it's really about whether or not their defense can play you know, the whole game and keep the, the other team under seven, uh, under 20 points. They won 13-7, 19-14, 19-17, 21-14. And if their defense is good, that's what they can do. But it's just the offense. But there's no, I don't know, there's no upside. Like, I don't see yeah. The, the, yeah, their ceiling on offense is, what, 22 points a game? Yeah. The NFL yeah. average is, like, 23. It's, like, 20 maybe, 19. And let's not forget, Flacco's not 100% healthy. Hasn't practiced yet. He's he's supposed to yeah, come back as of yeah. today's pod. Right as of the recording right now, Wednesday night, he's supposed to be practicing by the end of the week. Harbaugh like put, Brian Mallett is. At least they have a good coach. That's true. Yeah, that's true. John Harbaugh's yes. good. Yeah, just got paid though. Might get lazy. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe <laughs> just see him in the, the film room. He's just asleep in the film room. Have a, has a Harbaugh ever been lazy? Just stacks of money on <laughs> one dollar bills. Can I get these in ones? That'd be pretty awesome. All right. Yeah, Boo! man. Mike Wall. <laughs> Sorry. Mike Wallace, I mean, yeah, you got to throw him the ball, though. So that's the whole point. If Flacco doesn't get out there, or let's say he does and he gets hit, now what? Mike Wallace will get drafted and will win somebody their fantasy week at least once. Once. Wait, once. That means we got to find the DK. Week to play. Oh, the week. That's what we got to do. We got to find him on the cheap. We need it for Mansley where we can find the one week to play Mike Mike Wallace. Jeremy Macklin, is he going in the leagues? Yeah. I As mean, a late, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I is. feel like there's a lot of bounce back opportunity for him. He's not a bad wide receiver. He was hurt last year, but I'm, how come he, people are so down? I mean, he's like the 40th wide receiver off the board. Is he not good? Who? Am I wrong here, Jeremy Macklin? Macklin? He's good. He didn't thrive in a role that he should have last year, right? In that Kansas City Chiefs system, just getting the ball a ton. Yeah, it's like okay, what happened there? And so the question what was is, his injury. Was it something like really debilitating? Because we should look that up. Because he's always had really good hands. I think it was two years in a row he didn't drop one pass. That's before. impressive. Oh, Pion just said he hurt his shoulder. I mean, it's not the worst of a Oh, fire. no, he tore his groin. He tore his groin. That's not Man, good. That kind of affects your route running. Just a little bit. 
But I, mean, I see upside there. Yeah, I mean, he can just play the Steve Smith role. Is Brashad Perryman ever going to be anything? No. Wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> I'm sure you can. All right. Ravens, defense is good. Did you take them in our league the other day? Last? Did you take Baltimore? I think I might have, yeah. yeah. Did. All right. It's going to be a good D. Kind of an under... I was kind of excited to do this division. I'm a little underwhelmed. Yeah, it's a little... It's not that good. It's, I thought it would be fun to do them first, and it's... um, Meh. All right, let's move on to the Steelers. Because the Steelers... Bang! If everybody else is going to be, be bad, they're probably going to be pretty good. They've this got is a it. scary offense. The one thing that they don't have going for them... Uh, they, their their defense is not you know what we all imagine the steel curtain has been in the past. True. Uh, they still have James Harrison, obviously. The last three years they've de- they've had double digit wins. Would we assume that that's going to continue again? Yes. Right now, their over under win total is ten and a half. Ooh. Over. Give me the over. Yeah. Minus one sixty five. Ooh. Little, little. Sometimes you got to pay the juice. Sometimes you got to do it. Le'Veon Bell, he hasn't reported yet. He's supposed to be back 9-1. Does it affect him at all? He's fine. No. He's playing for a contract. Eric, why he did you— He might have that soft tissue injury, but— Oh, Eric, God. Oh why God. did you Why did you take David Johnson over Le'Veon Bell yesterday? Uh, well, first of all, David— Okay, I, David Johnson fell to me to the second pick, so that was just awesome and hilarious. Um, I mean, we talked about it in the previous pod. David Johnson is the workhorse. I think Arians is just going to be like, look, man, this is it. Go for it. Le'Veon scares me a little bit. Um, he dances too much, in my opinion. Uh, he's not like the power guy that I feel like David Johnson is. It's like, man, you can't tackle David Johnson. But that's because David Johnson will just kind of like power run you. Le'Veon, you can't tackle him because you can't touch him, which is awesome. But it's a little different for me. Well, what I think helps Le'Veon this year, and I had a choice I had a first pick in one of the drafts, and I had that choice as well, and I went David Johnson. I kind of regret it based upon how good the Steelers' offense is. The mm. offensive line on the Steelers is so good. It's just awesome. It's a top three line. I mean, they've got Villanueva. They've got Foster. they got Pouncey still in the center. DeCastro's good. Gilbert's good. And they're consistent, and they've been there together a while, so they know what they're doing. I mean, look at Le'Veon's numbers the last two or three years when he's healthy. Do you think Martavis is going to have an effect? Well, on where the ball goes. I mean, he'll have a, some effect. I don't think it'll be drastic. I'm okay. not entirely certain that Martavis is going to break out for a thousand yards. I, I don't I think he'll have a either, few but... touchdowns, but yeah. Big Ben hasn't thrown over 32 touchdowns in his career. Hmm. He hasn't averaged more than two touchdowns a game his entire career. So I just maybe it'll affect Antonio Brown's production. I don't think Le'Veon Bell's is going to be. I mean, JD obviously thinks he's going to lead the league in running back and catches because we bet on it. Well, that was just for David Johnson. Right. But, well, they're going to leave. I mean, those two are going to leave the league in catches. <laughs> Theo, dude. <laughs> and at this point, here's also something I thought about loving on Bell. Man, he is one poppy seed bagel away from just getting canned on more games, dude. <laughs> that dude smokes just all the weed and he gets in trouble, and that's all it takes. He's just going to take I'm one drug test. Gateway drug where it's like, wow, Levy, we knew you smoked weed, but heroin? But relax, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's just going to eat a poppy seed bagel one day, go into piss test, and just like can him for games. I don't like that. And I'm surprised that him and Martavis haven't been just been caught out partying more. It's like, oh my God. Like, Man, they two... probably party so hard Antonio in a basement. Like, Guys, I'm trying to win. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> All right, well, I'm, I'm going after Doug right now. Dude. How many? Is this a running back only league? Doug Baldwin. Got it. Just get him in every league. Don't I, I sound like an. Oh, you're going to go three for three with Russell, too? 
Got to listen to that pod to get that joke. Oh, so out of it. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about their wide receivers, Eric, because okay. they, they have Antonio Brown, who's oh, obviously we're good there. Yeah, he's awesome. He's the best. They have Martavis. They have Sammy Coates. They have DHB. They have Eli Rogers. And they drafted Juju Smith. So they actually got a, you know, they got some ta- some talent. You you drafted Martavis Bryant. Do you think yeah. he's going to have a good year? I was actually surprised that you were a little down on him. I think he's going to have a great year. I think he's a he's the red zone target that the Steelers are looking for. I think that they're trying to – last year they tried to do it with the tight ends, but this year I think they just need a big body, and that's Bryant, right? I mean, he's the – that's him. Um, I also love his big playability, obviously, right? He's known for these big bombs. Um, it looks like – you know, over the last 21 games um, that he's played in, he averages 17.3 yards per catch. That's what you want That's in your good. wide receiver too, right? Just bang. Bang, bang. It's better than Eli Rogers. Is he? No, they had Marcus Wheaton too last year. Oh. Is that what they had? Yeah. JD is all about Marcus Wheaton now. Sammy Coates. Isn't he already hurt? His jersey's on the way. Yeah. Wheaton broke his finger. It's like, man, what a weak-ass injury, dude. You're not good for anything. Intern Eric, how long is he out for with a broken finger? Wheaton? His career. Can Third we just, um, let's just Let's just put it as for a career. <laughs> Double-digit touchdowns is not out of the question for me for Bryant. That's why I was noticing. You said a handful. I think um, it could get there. I mean, obviously, the Steelers have no problem moving the ball. And yeah. so the question is, if they get to the red zone, now they have this new shiny toy that they love to play with, and it's just like, man, just throw him the ball. All right, well, this is going to be Big Ben's 14th season. Do you think he passes? Does he set a career high in touchdowns when he's 36 this year? Good. I think he does. I mean, he could, obviously. Yeah. This is the offense to do it. Also, this is the best offense he's ever had. And I think a big part of it is their defense is not as good as it once was, like we talked about. Just talking about shootouts. Their secondary is young. Uh, they got Mike Mitchell, that who's still pretty good. They got Artie Burns, and I think Sean Davis is his name, are their second-year guys. We know the corners, their first year, are obviously going to be bad because it's the hardest position to translate, as JD's mentioned. And so they're second-year guys, so maybe they'll grow a little bit. They do have Cockrell and William Gay still, and then they signed Joe Hayden. So maybe the secondary will be a little bit better. Their front seven's okay. James Harrison's 38. Ryan Shazier and Stephen Tewitt are young. But I think that this defense can give up points. And so if they do, they're going to have to put up some points. Yeah. Which I think helps Big Ben a lot. Yeah. Did you do you ever draft Big Ben? He no. Always, just, I know you did, though. And I just think I already regret it. Because yeah. it's like, even if he may, he may get hurt. And he might hit 14 games. Uh, he's got... He'll usually have a couple 300-yard games. I mean, but he also has sometimes where he'll, the one year he had like six touchdowns in one game. Right. And then right. he had like 29 touchdowns. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're averaging – you look at the numbers and it's like, oh, for his career he's averaging like two touchdowns a game. It's like I don't care if you're drafting him in the ninth round. I think I'd rather take somebody like Carson Wentz maybe, Tyrod Taylor who's going to run the ball a little bit. Yeah. Or is this the year where Big Ben, if he stays healthy, goes and has a great year? Yeah, I think in our draft he went like the 11th round. He was like the last QB taken by – you know, somebody who needed a quarterback, and that's good value. Him or Carson Palmer? Oh, Big Ben. Big Ben. But that's also because of the weapons, the weapons he has around for him. sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Big Ben or who's going right around him? Stafford. Big Ben. Oh, Big, Big ben. ben. Big Ben or Rivers? That's a good one. That's a good one. Rivers. Ooh, Bolo ties. Big Ben or Dak? Dak. Give me Dak. Big Ben. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, we found. I like line. Dak because he's I think Dak's he, a better quarterback, but weapons still. Yeah, you get Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. I mean, it's dirt. Yeah, it's like are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, that's pretty insane. Uh, the new killer bees. Remember, it was the Astros, and now it's the Steelers. Oh yeah, Big Ben, Bell, Bryant, 
Brown. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. Killer bees. And they have the bumblebee jersey. It's no Craig Biggio, Jeff Bagwell, and I can't remember the third one right now. Man. What was his name? Beltran. Was it Carlos Beltran? No. Yes. The Houston yes. Astros killer yes. bees? I don't think he was on no, the squad that, on. that early. Biggio was like 20 Biggio years ago. He just, got well. the, he just got in the Hall of Fame. It wasn't. Oh, wait, no. That was Padres. Gonna say Ken Caminiti, R.I.P. Oh, dog, oh. R.I.P. Larry Berger, Biggio, Bagwell, Derek Bell, Sean mm-hmm. Barry. Okay, but this is not who we're looking for. It is Beltran, but it was Lance Berkman. Oh, is Lance, who you were thinking? Lance about. Berkman, the D.H. first baseman, or the left fielder. They're yeah, considering yeah. Beltran as like the late addition, but you're really talking about Lance Berkman. Berkman that was the one. Yeah. yeah. All right. The Steelers are gonna run away with this division. Absolutely. I don't really have more about to say about the NFC North. I'm very disappointed in this division. You yeah. guys got any other you got any other notes over there? Well, we can do the division odds. I was gonna say how do they, how do they end up? That's what we gotta come down to. I think it'll go Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. Oh, okay. What do you think? I think it's I'm gonna switch the Bengals and Browns, man. You kinda talked me into the Bengals just kind of not doing so hot. The I am going to bet the Bengals under rather than anything with the Browns just because the total is like an eight and a half. Yeah. I still think they could finish close, like six wins for each of them. Sure, sure. But I think that for the if I'm going to make a bet, it's going to be on the Bengals under. Okay, okay. I am so excited to make that bet. Ride with the pot. I hate the Bengals. Yeah. Ride. Marvin Lewis, 15 years. Are you kidding me? How did you do that? I mean, they won a few. I mean, that's six or seven good years. Nah, he's trash. Yeah, he's trash. He's pretty, I mean, yeah. <laughs> The Ravens to win the division, though, are 6-1. to one. That oh, defense. Flacco. Flacco. Defense wins. You know what? When they won that Super Rather Bowl. rather take the Browns 35-1. to one. <laughs> And I'm not kidding. I'll take that bet from you. Kaiser. I mean, say Kaiser really comes What's up their ceiling? Play. What's their ceiling? Kaiser's ceiling. What, 12 good, good offensive line. Say these young pieces gel on defense. I'm just saying 35-1. to one. It's a pretty nice number. It's a value bet. 7-9. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Browns. The Niners and the Bears, and just hope one of them goes to first. Somebody would be, to first, right? That would be the most ridiculous playoff scenario in the history of the NFL. Do we know who it was last year that was fourth to first? No, I know we Did were we talking talk about, about that, but was it the Falcons? <sighs> Might have been the Falcons. Have, uh, they were in bad. That they were bad the year before. Anyway, um, will Le'Veon Bell lead the league in rushing? No. Ooh, you think it'll be David Johnson? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'd take the field, but if I had to bet a gun to my head, I'd say if you get 16 games out of Le'Veon, I would bet that at even money that he'll lead the league. He's four. He's to, just so good. He's four to one right now. What's yeah. what's D, what's DJ? Five to one. Yeah, give me that. Ooh, let me look at some of those. What numbers. if Zeke comes back and just tears it out? I was just <laughs> looking at him. I was like, oh, fifteen to one. That's money. Fifteen to one. That is ridiculous i know he's gonna play half what if he gets reduced I, yeah what if he gets reduced to what four three yeah. still uh, Devonte freeman's 30 to one because of tevin coleman go down a little further let me see joe mix it nah that's not gonna happen crawl's not a white terrible. lightning crawl's not a bad idea paul perkins <laughs> jay ajaya 10 to one he could do it he stays healthy adam gase Loves to run the ball. Yeah. Man, I did so much research on that, though. Do you know how much of his rushing totals were from three games? Yes. Yeah. It was insane. So, But we were also talking about it, if you listen to the AFC pod, because Pouncey was out for a lot of games yeah. last year, so their center was out. Their line should be a little bit better this year. 
and I think Gase is committed because they ran the least amount of offensive plays, I think, last year. Definitely the least amount of pass plays. Interesting. And they were like, in his, Gase's first four years as an offensive coordinator, they were top 12 in rushing attempts, and I think last year they were 18. So he's going to want to get back to it. And I think that Ajay, man. 10 to 1? Is that the ticket? Cutler might just be like, oh, he's throwing too okay. crazy. So it's like, dude, let's just run it. Let's just run it every time. The problem is they may be down a lot. Let's take a look at what. Oh, no. Oh, what? You want to take Martavis Bryant? Let's do it. I'd love to see it. I would love to see it. Most touchdowns? Is oh, you're scrolling is? too much. No, it's alphabetical for these ones. Oh, sick. 35 to 1, Martavis Bryant, most receiving touchdowns. Do it. Do we know how many he had? Do we know how many he had? The last time he played, yeah. is that is that what? I want to know the last time he played, and then for most receiving yards, Antonio Brown is four to one. So Amari Cooper, twenty five to one, is not bad. Dude, J- Jordy Nelson's not terrible, right? They're gonna be throwing a lot. Who else are they throwing to? Devonte Adams, I guess. I I think with these, What's I'm your... more confident with Amari making like a bigger, you know, the big play, the forty yard pass on a consistent basis. For most, I rushing... mean, Jordy should be the favorite for most receiving touchdowns again, probably. But yards, yeah. I would probably steer away from him. Mari's got some juice. Michael Thomas, go down a little. When you're looking at these, what are you looking? Are you thinking about teams that are going to be behind, that maybe playing a weak division, or are you just looking for good receivers that have shown you something in the past? Just a target hog. Just a target hog. And a guy, bad defense, going to have to play from behind, air it out a little bit. Maybe the only option on the team. Dez is not. Eh. Nah, because he, he gets hurt. He gets hurt. Here's some uh, fun Martavis stats. Here we go. His first year in the league where he missed the first six games, he scored eight touchdowns. And the 2015 year where he missed four games for smoking weed, he scored six. So he could have eight to ten touchdowns. He's never had double digits, but I think this is the year. But he's he only stays pl- clean. But he's played like 12 games. Yeah, and he didn't play at all last year. And this is this is Big Ben's <laughs> best team. All right. Mike Tomlin for coach of the year. Could he do it? Of course he could do it. Oh, yeah, what is he, like one 10 the, to 1? 15 to 1. One of the best NFL coach gifts ever. Where does that does that point to his chest and he points right at the camera? It's just so <laughs> awesome. Tom better cool. than better than the Bruce Arians when he pops up and you know the one I'm talking <laughs> no. about? No. <laughs> I think I do know which one I've you're talking about. That one. It's like in a montage of people just like really quickly looking at the camera and he's going to look down the sidelines and he just looks like right at the camera. He knows exactly. That's pretty funny. <laughs> You're going to look that up while we look that up. All right. I guess that's about it. The AFC North, not that uh, not that exciting. Follow the Steelers. Yeah, it's pretty crappy. Uh, mark my words. The Bengals are six, finishing 6-10 and ten this year. Chalk it up. Thanks Chalk for, it up. Thanks for listening.